Hey guys, welcome back to the Donnie Herndon podcast slash show. Today we will be exploring the life and the story of my good friend, Gabe Neal. Gabe is one half of the pop duo group, Just Friends. Just Friends is best known for their breakout song, All Night Long, which now is hitting over 17 million streams on Spotify, so make sure to go check them out. And in today's episode, Gabe's going to explain... Uh, years of hard work, doubters, mistakes, bad deals, heartbreak, finding love, going viral, and independent growth, and where he plans to go from here. Everybody sit back, relax, and put your hands together for my good friend, Gabe Neal. <laughs> then like intro music. Gabe. Hey, man. <laughs> What's up? How are you doing? I'm doing great. This is kind of cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's cool. I um, First podcast yeah. experience. Your first podcast ever? Uh, I've been on a radio show a couple times, but never a podcast. Really? And this is cooler. Just kidding. I love, I love radio. I don't know. Cool. Gabe, you guys have a pretty impressive um, freaking set of stuff. Man, I appreciate it. Um, it's cool because you, you were there since like day negative 10. You know? Yeah. You were like always... Like long before Callie came into the picture, yeah. um, you know, I'm the we original were, Callie. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, for real. I mean, Donnie was uh, there day, literally day one for me. Like, I think we met when I was, you were 11, and I was like maybe 12. No, you were like 10, and I was 12. No, I was, I was, uh, you I not, just turned 10. Yeah, man. I just turned wow. 10. I was two months into 10 when we met. Yeah, it was crazy. I remember when, when, when our moms introduced us, and it was like, and you were like a giant. I was. Yeah, that I was like a bowling ball. I was definitely an early bloomer. I remember I was the tallest in my grade for all, many years, and then everybody was like, and then everybody was like this after because I just capped out at perfectly average five ten and a half, and I'm fine with that. Is that what you are five ten and a half? Yeah, dang. So I ended up passing because I'm five eleven on the dot. Are you? Yeah, it's like a little taller than that. Maybe, but like last time I went to the doctor was like last year. I was like five ten. I'm cool. sorry, five eleven. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you passed me. A lot of people passed me. I'm fine though. I was yeah. honest, it was honestly kind of weird being in middle school and being like twice everybody's size. Yeah, I feel you there. Yeah, I was just like I was like twice everybody's size here and here. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I, I feel you. I definitely uh, I had some weight on me for a while. Yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely. Uh, you were my inspiration in that, was I? Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, I remember I um, I just had a bunch of I guess like baby weight was left on me, and then I uh, I moved away from home, like I was in Alabama. That's where we met. I moved to Atlanta, and then I came back like. 35 pounds lighter and everybody thought i started dr- you know doing drugs and like, <laughs> and like genuine like rumors and me do i'm like guys like no. i literally just restricted my i literally i still ate mcdoubles every day i just ate less mcdoubles every day <laughs> yeah i was yeah. also like 15 or 16 so like you know yeah it wasn't very hard then a little harder now for sure yeah that's awesome so um you know I, i've known you for a long time You've known me for a long time, um, but you know we Gabe. Gabe, you know normally I would explain to uh, whoever I'm talking to like exactly kind of what I want to do. I kind of want to hear about your story, uh, but Gabe, of course, already knows that. So, um, but so I'm just gonna kind of ask you like I'd ask anybody else. You know, I, I really want to get. I know where you are now, but um, I have a couple questions I wanted to ask you real yeah. quick. Let me pull them up. And uh, okay, so this is an interesting question. So, how would you describe what you do? What I do? Okay. Um, Man, I'm, I make music that um, hopefully relates to people. Yeah. And I do that with the person I love, which is awesome. Me. Um, you are there, and I do love you, but <laughs> not you. Um, and yes, that's what I do. If I had a, that's like my, my like one floor of the elevator 
Yeah. You know, <laughs> in the elevator pitch. Yeah. yeah. That's like this one floor of it. Um, but yeah, that's really it, man. Like that's kind of been what's driving me, yeah. has been driving me for like a decade now, pretty much since I met you. That's kind of when I picked it up. Yeah. That's crazy. That's, I mean, that's yeah. seriously crazy. Like I remember you when you were like in your room or your just, basement or my basement, like just playing your guitar. Um, so that's awesome. And I kind of, I kind of went over some stats earlier. You weren't here for that, but I kind of went over some stats of like where you're like, where like just friends is at because, um, um, so tell me a little bit about just friends, uh, in a later episode, I'm going to have Gabe and Callie both on here and we're going to get to go like really in detail about what just friends is and what that journey specifically has looked like. I'd like to hold your, your and Callie story to yep. a later date and when you guys are sure. here together. But, um, it's a long give, story. <laughs> it is. And it's a, it's a, it's an awesome story. It really it's cool. is. It's, it's cool a story. really cool yeah. story. Um, but tell me a little bit about, tell me a little bit about, um, give me some stats of just friends. Like you guys are doing well. Yeah. I mean, appreciate that. I think that, um, um, so more or less we had like a, a song, uh, a few years back. Dude. Was it your first song? It was technically our first song. It was complicated. What, is, what does that mean? Like, uh, we released a song, we released it. Uh, then, uh, we, we want to be releasing that after another song. So like it yeah. was technically our first release, but then it wasn't, it was our second release technically, I guess. Um, but yeah, that one's uh, sitting at about 17 million streams. Oh my God. When that happens, a lot of stuff happens too. Like, you know, the world around you kind of changes. Like it just more or less what that did for me and for Callie as well, as it just kind of made it like a musician or being a musician or a band, like, like we can a do career. this. Like, can, this oh yeah, legit. no, it completely validated me, like yeah. completely validated my, my passions and dreams. And ever since then, like, so you guys have a song that has 17 million streams. Yeah. What else? What else you guys have out? Um, we have a few other records out. Um, a great song called Long Nights with a great music video produced by this guy. Yeah. Yeah. He had a bunch of other amazing people on that team. I'm sure you have literally all those people on this podcast. I before want to, yeah. Before yeah I'm coming with. for you guys. So yeah. yeah, yeah. No, uh, just amazing team. Uh, we have a few other records out too um, that are all, no, they're all fun. They're, they're all fun all, records. They're all doing well. They're, some of, most of them have like 100,000, hundreds yeah, of thousands I think, of streams. Yeah, about 100,000 streams a piece. And then, of course... You have the little song that could on top, you know, right? Like <laughs> all night long. Um, but no, we have, uh, it's really been amazing. Like the past, especially the past few months, we've been really like growing, like, like a more organic, like. Yeah. And how many monthly listeners do you guys have right now? Right now? I think I saw it was like 80, over 80,000. I think it was like 88,000. Yeah. Yeah. That's really awesome. Yeah. Which is crazy. There's 88,000 human beings out in the world. That is. Yeah. Is that a weird feeling? It is weird, man. Like, I mean, of course at first, like. I've, it's been a couple of years since we've kind of maintained that sort of number. So I've, mm-hmm. I've been, I'm, I don't want to say I'm desensitized. I'm so thankful for it. Yeah. Like I'm so, so stoked about it every day. But, um, yeah, it's, it's weird. 80,000 people like in the world who just listen to just friends, just to listen to just friends. I don't know why they listen to us. I don't know why a few do because they DM yeah. us, but like. And you oh. got good songs, man. I mean. Yeah, good, thanks, dude. Uh, they have a song that one of their songs, Kids Again. One of my favorite songs. Like, it literally is. Yeah, like, he's walking around my house singing it all the time. <laughs> Make me feel like a kid. <laughs> no, I still, like, I, I know that, like, most of the time, you know, like, redo a music video or, or like, do a music video for a song. Like, way out. after the song comes but, like, out. like, I, yeah. like, it's one of my dreams to, like, make a music video about that song. We'll do it, man. Yeah, I want to do it so bad. Yeah. So, cool. We, get, we got where you're at. You've got 80,000, over 80,000 monthly listeners. And that, no, I've, I've seen that number be way up before. I've seen hun- literally hundreds of thousands of I think, listeners I, I want to say we capped out at 2 million. Went all night long. Two million monthly listeners. Yeah, went all night long. Yeah, and, at his height. And you guys may be asking, like, how how did how did one of their first songs um, go from getting millions and millions and millions of streams to the other songs going back to a mm-hmm. you know conservative rate? Um, and we'll get into that in a little bit. So we got a kind of a good basis of where you at. Like, what yep. do you what do you do? You're you're a musician. You mm-hmm. guys make songs. You guys make your living doing that. And um, we have a good idea of like what your numbers kind of look like. Um, and I want to get into later, like where where you're ho- where you're hoping it's going. 
But first, um, I kind of want to take it back, like take the dial way back. Yeah. So I want to go back to uh, the spawn of Gabe, right? Where are you oh, from, God. dude? I'm from Dothan, Alabama. Dothan, Alabama. So where's that? I mean, I, I'm from Dothan as well, but for, our, for everybody listening, where's Dothan at? So yeah, Dothan's in the very bottom right corner of Alabama. So like yeah. everyone says, um, that, yeah, if you're on the way to Panama City and you go in south, you go through Dothan to get there. And they're kind of right. There's like four other ways to get there. But... Yeah, I mean, if you're coming from like Columbus, Georgia, you're probably gonna go through Dothan. But yeah, I mean, it's a um, a small, it's pretty big town actually. Yeah, it's peanut, just a, peanut capital, peanut capital of the world. Yeah, peanut capital of the world. Mm-hmm. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, so you spawned in Dothan. How long were you in Dothan for? Yeah, I spawned in Dothan. So I sent to the gulag pretty early. <laughs> okay, no, um, but no, yeah, um, I lived there until I was about. Until I was 15 and a half, I think. Okay. No, I, no, actually, my bad. I no, moved, it was like, it was earlier. I moved to it. No, it was a little later. I moved to Atlanta the day after I turned 16. Are you serious? Yeah. And I remember it was like the day or two after I turned 16. And I remember I was so upset at my parents for taking me out of Dothan. Were you really? Dude, I was livid, bro. Oh, yeah. That's I was like, yo, I, all my friends are here. Like, there's yeah. like seven girls that I like that are here. And yeah, I wouldn't, they wouldn't have dated me anyway, but. Um, <laughs> I bet they wouldn't have. No, they wouldn't have. Not then. <laughs> but. Um, no, they would now, though. I don't know, man. I don't. I'm, not, I'm, I mean, I'm taking, bro. I'm pretty, good. I mean, yeah, yeah, of course. But like, you're pretty freaking. All, I mean, you were lame back then, but now I was. Dude, I was the lamest, bro. I'm cool. Yeah, but after, um, yeah. So I moved here when I was 16. I was like super mad at my parents because you know they like pulled me out of my, you know, my home and like all my friends and everything. But then like very quickly, I grew massively in about a year, right? Because especially I like to look at it as, as a musician, um, I was. I was okay then. Like, I wasn't, like, amazing. I, I, I mean... So I when even, you were 16? Yeah. I mean, even now, I'm like... I know I'm good, but I'm not, you know... Yeah. I don't think of myself as some, like... John Mayer yet. Not yet. <laughs> the legend. But I don't think of myself as some, like, virtuoso or anything. Songwriting or whatever. But I knew I was, like, probably... You know, I was probably that guy in my town for a minute, right? At least at my age. So, um, I moved to Atlanta kind of with that head on my shoulders and I was like, I immediately got shrunk by just, Hey, there's like millions of people around you now, not just, you know, 60,000 or whatever the population is there right now. Um, so yeah. So you you get to Atlanta now, now I know this. So when you growing up though, you've always, how long have you wanted to be a musician? Uh, I think it started when I was, um, I was either 13 or 14. Uh, I always loved music. Like I remember back, I used to be into drawing a lot. I don't. You might remember like the end yeah, of no, that. Yeah, no, I remember you being in drawing. Yeah, you might remember like the end of that. But um, I was always into like Lincoln Park and like heavier music. When Lincoln Park is not really heavier, but no, to I me, I, th- I thought it was heavy when I was listening to it. Hardcore. Yeah, when I was like eight, I think, I think Meteora was my like first CD ever. Oh by man, Lincoln Park. Yeah. Um, but I was into that and like Disturbed and <laughs> stuff like that. It was like completely never would listen to it now. But like that's kind of what I grew up on. And uh, some some point around um, 13, 14, I discovered, like, pop punk, like, Fall Out Boy, Panic! the Disco, and then immediately just, like, I'm going to do this. I remember Fall Out Boy stage. Yeah, You bro. got me into Fall Out Boy. I love Fall Out Boy Fall Out Boy was great, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Especially that one. What was that album that you got me hooked on? It was the... Was it the Jet new? Bag Blues was on it. Oh, uh, American, American Beauty. American Beauty, American Psycho. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was great. Yeah, that was, like... It's funny about that is, is that's, like, their album after they came back. I was, like on before then oh man yeah because that song that has donnie in it 
Uh, uh, what a what a catch, Donnie. Yeah, yeah, that's song. Yeah, I remember. That. I think that's why why I showed you Fall Out Boy. I'm like, hey, Donnie, this song has your name in it. It's not spelled right, and, but it has your and name in it. Young Donnie was like, he's like, oh wow, that's the cool. Was it about me? I'm, I'm sure. Definitely thought- <laughs> not about you. Um, so but, now become being an artist, like always want to be an artist. I'm sure you had lots of support from friends and family. I'm sure everybody jumped on board immediately, right? Uh, oh yeah, totally. Um, family. Well, what was that like? Did you have okay. family? And, I mean, honestly, like, did you have friends and family supporting? Like, uh, so my family were, was always supportive. Like, like mom and dad, and mom and mom and dad, siblings, grandparents. grandparents. Yeah, all that's mad supportive, especially of the of the hobby. Yeah, right of the hobby of the hobby, um, which is what it was at the beginning. I I knew the second that I knew I knew. Like before I even started, before I even tried to sing, knew what it sounded like. I knew I want to do that. Like that's what I knew. Um, and then I, you know, went through a very long process of learning that. We can maybe get into that in a bit. Yeah. But um, family was always really supportive. Um, there's actually not many musical people in my family at all. I just found out my other day my sister can sing like 12 times better than me now. Oh, she's good. And I was like mad. I was like, yo, dude. I heard it from afar and I was like, You're like I thought it was Ariana Grande singing. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's great. So I got to convince her to like make a record now. But um, yeah, no, they were super supportive. Um, there was definitely a you know, a point where I was like, you know, graduating high school, they're like, Hey, so like, what are you doing? And I'm like, Oh no, blah, blah. But the, you know, through circumstance, they like realized like, this is what I'm made to do. Like they never like fully fought me on it, which I'm really thankful for. Cause obviously not everybody has that. Um, in terms of friends, I've always had a couple of great friends like you. That's a really great example. You were always there and you were always like mad supportive. Um, my buddy Jason, um, you know, handful of people. Sorry if I don't name you. <laughs> it's not personal. <laughs> My, I'm on a podcast and it's a lot. I just, was every, but was, was all your friends like super supportive or were they just like, yeah, go pursue your dreams, um, bro? Like a handful were super supportive. The rest were, um, kind of like, yeah, bro. And there was like a few people that were like, not at all. Like what, like, what does that mean? Um, there's, I mean, a few people, not really my friends, but like in the circle, you yeah. know, people you know especially around. in smaller towns like that, you have sure. like, everyone knows everyone church people. Yeah. Church people, especially like there's a youth group, you know, you have like, you know, maybe a hundred people, but they all know everything about each other yeah. and the people, you know, people being nasty, but we're kids, you know, everyone's nasty church or not, you For know, sure. yeah. you're in like, yeah, I was, I was at homeschooled as well, which as Donnie was, that's how we know each other. Cause our moms forced us to sit by each other at the, uh, at the uh like the yeah our mom's forced me <laughs> to be my big friend my uh, older friend. i was i was literally at that time your big friend yeah because no, i was like were. four times your size you were and yeah. now you're four times my size. <laughs> <laughs> but um my how the tables have turned <laughs> yeah but for um, the worst for me though nah you're good bro <laughs> no i'm joking you're good i'm, I'm, I'm stop I'm, hating yourself i'm sexy i love myself yeah um, so back to so you're 16 you just moved to atlanta you you hate your family because they just moved you away from all your friends this does it did this affect your music career or did this motivate you to keep going oh dude um oh that's i I don't don't know the answer to this question that's a good question so i mean it really motivated me okay so this is this is another turning point in my like my creative kind of thing right Mm -hmm. is like there is a um sorry what am i saying i'm positive ask me that question again sorry yeah, so when you first moved uh, to Georgia from Alabama, you're 16 years old, and you know you got your supportive friends, you got your family that's supporting, you have some people that are very negative towards you pursuing those things, but you come to it, you come to Georgia, and is this a motivation for you to go all in on your music, or is this kind of like you're just depressed because you're away from your friends, you're not motivated to do music at all, or like what was the what was the relationship with music when you first, or was it your saving place? Like, yeah, so I mean. 
Atlanta definitely like if I hadn't moved, I would not be the person I am now. I know that for a fact. So I would, you're I very, you happy to move out. Oh, so dude, I'm so thankful. I wish it would have happened earlier. Yeah, honestly. Um, no, but see, when, when I moved, um, for real, like it literally saved me as a person. I feel like because um, I just I had, I had to grow because I wanted to be this thing, and like I realized the benefit of being in a city versus being like. I mean, no offense to the city, but, you know. Yeah, I, I got you. Like a city. Being around Atlanta. Being metro area, Atlanta. Yeah, being able to go to the city. Around that time when I moved, um, my mom turned me on the John Mayer. I don't know who he was, but I just didn't care for some reason. Because I was into, like, you know, the stuff for oh, such a long time. Yeah. Not Fall I'm talking before then. Oh, okay. I was into, like, heavy, heavy stuff. Then I got into Fall Out Boy, which, compared to John Mayer, is still heavy. Okay. And then I'm, like, you know, playing guitar. I'm, like, <laughs> no, it just went completely opposite direction. Uh, but, no, John Mayer definitely, like, became, like, a massive influence on me as an artist. Uh, like the biggest of anybody that's ever been an influence on me. And about four or five years of my life, I was just figuring out how do I be John Mayer? That was a mistake too. We'll also get to that. Um, but no, so yeah, I mean, and if you didn't know, John Mayer like kind of cut his teeth um, as an artist in Atlanta. What does cut his teeth mean? Um, so like he got started? Yeah, I mean, he got, so John Mayer got started, um, his career started in Atlanta. He he was obviously like amazing at what he does way before he got here. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he there's a venue here called Eddie's Attic, which is like a um, yeah. Wait, have is, you played Eddie's Attic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and a buddy actually won the uh, the first round of the open mic competition. Okay, if we won the final one, our name would have been on a plaque. And John Mayer is also on that plaque from like oh, twenty from like twenty years ago. You should go back and get that trophy, man. I mean, I could, but like, I mean, I know it's like below you but like no bro I'm below what you talking about it was a joke um bad joke but uh, yeah so I mean that really inspired me because I was like okay he did it here and like somebody did it here like uh, there might have been like in Dothan there might have been like a couple of artists that came out of there and they were yeah. of course all like country artists um but I never like there was no like I mean John Mayer is like famous you know yeah, he's yeah. not he's not yeah, he's um, big time yeah he's like top of the top and i was like i just want to write songs like that like his earlier records like connected with me in a way i think they did because they were so like autobiographical autobiography yeah i think i'm gonna go ahead and just assume that was the right word yeah and um and yeah they just kind of introspective is the word for sure um so i definitely like resonated with that um almost like self-depreciating in some ways you know mm-hmm. so that was like super like i just connected with that like i loved like so are you writing way. music at this point? Are you singing songs? Like what is yeah, the Yeah, from day one it was writing, singing. So you're sixteen everything. and you start you start transitioning from kind of the Fall Out Boy Lincoln Park to more towards um the John Mayer type music. Yeah, like singer songwriter. And now is your singing songwriting music changing to a more of that kind of style? Um uh, well now I'm like even further away from that now. Like yeah. I've I've like when I'm at Cali especially like so when I'm at Cali I was still in that like I want to be John Mayer phase. And yeah. I was like twenty at this point, so I was like I had a very quick realization. So from 16 to 20, you were in the John Mayer phase. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much it. Now, are, you, are you playing shows at this point? Like, what's, what's yeah, happening? Yeah, no, I was playing open mics. I was playing shows. Um, to clarify, too, before the John Mayer phase. Writing what songs. Like, what's, yeah, what's that happening? was day what one. What are you doing here as an artist? Um, day are one. Are you an artist? Are you on Spotify at this point? Like, uh, I was on Spotify, like, in 2016, okay. 2015, maybe. So you were, like, 18, when yeah, I, th- I think I like made my first release when I was like 18. What release was that? Uh, it was Hurricane, Hurricane, bro. Woo! Put that link in the description. Nah, it's gone, bro. <laughs> I, pur- I I purged that from the internet. It's gone. Is it gone? I, I don't know where it's at. Oh it, man, it's there. Um, actually, like that was like a really good experience. So like that was my first record, um, properly cut outside of like my bedroom. 
mm-hmm. which at the time like so like to clarify like from the very very beginning like day one where i'm like okay i heard like i think it was i don't care about follow up i'm like what is this going i saw a live video i'm just like wow and then before like i said before i even tried to sing before i tried to play guitar i was like i want to do this and um like when i started that process i was writing producing the songs um yeah i mean i think that for me it was just like i knew i had to do everything and which has really <laughs> helped me out recently because like obviously i mean I don't know. It depends on who's listening, but like, if you didn't know, the music industry is incredibly complicated. I mean, it's literally like running a business, right? Like, yeah. there's so many different. You got to think about overhead. You got to think about, you know, anything a business has to worry about, like your products, how you're going to market your products, how much you're going to pay to market your products, where the money comes to market your products, if you're going to make the money back on the products that you marketed to market it more, to make more money to market it again. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I mean, it's all. Um, it's very complicated. So you're putting music out. You put you put your first single yeah. out. You're 18 years old. You're on Spotify. What is um now during this period? Um, did you have like a love life at this point? Like, oh bro, I was that. I was that. Um, I was a sad boy for sure. <laughs> I was a sad boy for sure. I definitely had like a few relationships. They might not call it relationships, but I definitely thought I was like in mad love with them. Um, that, like, literally, like. It's kind of weird. I kind of feel like I lived my love life to write songs about. Mm -hmm. I definitely felt those emotions, but like, at least I had like, my heart's broken, but like, at least I get like 12 songs out of this. (laughs) And what's hilarious about it, oh, she know. Wow. So, okay. So I wrote this song about one of my last exes before Callie. And uh, the very first line is, I can't go out when faces and places leave traces of you. You, you, you don't even know I this. I don't even know this, no. This is the, that's the first line of All Night Long. And I was writing All Night Long with Callie. I'm like, um, what if we pull this line from this song? And like, I can't go out when faces and places leave traces of you. I was about to say, I like recognize that, but like. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, dang. So yeah, actually like that did benefit me. I was about to say that like I wrote like a billion songs and like it didn't get, didn't get me anywhere. But I was like, actually did. <laughs> my, my heartbreak. Me just being like, like a uh, little, uh. Yeah, <laughs> a little sad boy. I don't know the word. A little word sad boy. Yeah, little no, sad boy. Yeah. No, that's great. So, was this like so in your in your in your and I don't honestly I don't even really know this, but like so were you a guy who dated like were you dating multiple girls? Were you dating? Were you have one relationship for a while? Like, I, I don't like, like for me personally, like I I dated one girl consistently for like a, a large amount yeah. of years. Was like, are you dating a girl a year? Are you dating a girl every month? Like, are you dating? Nah, I mean they were like honestly like relationships I did have were relatively short. But, is Cal your first love? Um, I wouldn't say that. No. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I do love Callie. Oh, she is for like sure. my person for sure. Um, I loved a couple of girls. Um, but those relationships were always relatively short. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was just like, I was just like all in really early on, which I understand how that might not we're, fare well. We're both all in guys. Like, yeah, we are. I've noticed. Like, we had that conversation the other day. Like, every time me and Gabe take on a project or do anything. And we overschedule ourselves a ton, but yeah. like we go all in. There's a whole everything. podcast right there, bro. Yeah, dude. Just talking about like time commitment. And yeah, going all in and time yeah. commitment. When you were so when you're 18 years old, yeah, and you're releasing stuff on Spotify. At what point do you say, okay, I'm actually getting some traction, I'm getting some followers, I'm releasing music, I'm, I got to get a band behind me, I got to get a talent agent, a manager? Like, did you get a manager? Did you get a band? Yeah, like, I mean, I had I had a manager for a while. That relationship didn't pan out. I was how like, old are you? When I was, was 17, 17 and 18. I had a manager, and um, it's one of those things, man. Like, 
uh, if any advice, if anybody, any of you are musicians out there, you're just starting or you're like, you've maybe been in it for a while, but you haven't had like any like massive traction in terms of like anything happening. If somebody's trying to manage you, like, please make sure that they're just ready to like go through the mud with you, man. Like, like just be very cautious, be very like, yeah, handle as much as you can yourself. Cause that's the most impressive thing nowadays. Like you need to be able to manage yourself before somebody else manages you. I guess the point of a manager, for the most part nowadays, at least what it would be for me right now, because um, we're still self-managed right now, but um, what it would be for me now would literally just to be things I don't have time to do. Because I feel like there's a lot of um, value in like knowing how to do those things yourself to the best of your ability. Obviously, you can't learn everything. But like, yeah, and that's my two cents. But yeah, I did have a manager. Sorry to go on that tangent. Um, yeah, how, how was that? It was, uh, I mean, it was one of those things, man. I feel like every musician that's ever been successful, like, has had those like relationships that like kind of don't want to say get got in the way because I, I didn't like get set back too bad um, and I definitely learned a lot but like weren't optimal you know they weren't like necessarily right for yeah. uh, me or the other person so um, I learned a lot there um, I didn't really like here's the thing what's crazy man is I honestly like everything that I did in between um, starting and then like all night long popping off was none of it was received by like any large number of people as like anything special. Like I what didn't know that. Like what is it? I what mean, you- so like I never had like any success at all. Like numbers or like even show ticket sales or anything. It was all passion. It was all, like, I was like my purpose behind getting a manager, my purpose behind getting a band behind me, which I did uh, a couple of times, actually my whole point of like making a record was to like, you know, brand myself and to have, like a product, right? As an artist, but also have the songs too. Um, and then that was, the whole point of that was, you know, use that to then have something to give to people, have something that people want to listen to, so people want to like be a part of. Um, and ironically, it didn't happen until Callie came along and it was a completely different project. But um, yeah, I mean, that's literally like, that is the whole, that I feel like now, like looking back, the whole purpose of my solo career was literally just teaching me what I know now to run what I'm running now. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much like, Gabe Neal, as the solo artist, that was it. It was just literally artist, like personal artist development. Yeah, that's for great. like for like literally almost a decade. So now let's talk about Callie, like finding love, right? Yeah. What? How? How does this? How does Callie come in the picture? Where are you at? In your, so where are you at in your career? I know you just explained about the manager, your band. Um. So how does Callie come into the picture? All right. So after that manager situation ended, there was about a year in between me meeting Callie. This was also during the time where I was like experiencing like, all my dating stuff. So I um, definitely got my heart broken a little bit, like three times in a row, like back, 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 like in like a, that year actually yeah. after that thing. Um, I was at a point that I was like kind of thinking that, hey, music is maybe not the thing. Um, or maybe I just let like the, the letdown of those heartbreaks like kind of bleed over into other parts of my life. Yeah. Um, don't do that, by the way. That doesn't help anything. Um, so you had just broken up with somebody because you said heartbreak or. Yeah, I just got... Or heartbreak over the manager stuff. Oh, no, no. Definitely a person. The manager thing was like... It was just a bad business relationship. I didn't... I mean, it was definitely felt more personal then. But no, I'm like, oh, that was just bad business. Like, on probably both of our parts. Okay. Yeah. Um, but no, I was like in relationships and I was like a little bit heartbroken over a girl. And then uh, met Callie online and just like hit it off. We were like good friends. You guys meet on like a dating app or... No, no, no. Uh, Instagram. Oh, she commented on my hurricane music video post, <laughs> which oh, you made a music video for hurricane. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. 
Yeah, I remember seeing it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We watched it the other day. Oh, we did. We literally watched it the other day. Yeah, so I do have it. But wow, you look different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look, I was look a, how different. Game I was looks. a baby. How old are you right here? I was twenty. No, I wasn't twenty. I was maybe nineteen. I think it was nine. I think I just. Yeah, it was November, October. I filmed in October. I turned nineteen in August. So oh, I was. I was like nineteen in three months. Cool. Which is crazy because that I remember. I remember thinking about when I'm nineteen, I want to be old and making it and i'm 23 almost 24 and i'm like oh still have made it <laughs> that's great um, so uh so you met callie on instagram she yeah. comments on one of your posts yeah and i just commented back and honestly just started as like a good friendship thing and uh again i know you want to reserve that long story yeah. for uh the, that podcast and i definitely recommend whenever that happens tuning in because yeah. it's it's literally like a uh, Hallmark movie. Yeah. But, um, so some circumstances happen. You and Callie meet, you and Callie start talking, yeah. eventually start dating and falling in love. And actually there's like a very significant event happen, which yeah. really puts you guys in a place where you're going to get closer. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, just friends. What, so at what point in your relationship does just friends start? Yeah. L- long, long story short, I want to move in from Atlanta to Pittsburgh to live with Callie, live with her family for a while. We got our own place after that. Uh, I had given up on music as a career somehow but it's a long again there's a lot that happened yeah. in that, like three month period that we're not telling you about right now um and then we were like you know what like why would we just do music because we love to do music and let's do it together let's just do it for fun right and uh and that's when we like wrote all night long and uh like, i like bought the beat and then you know like recorded <laughs> the vocals on like this little uh microphone that i want to say her ex-boyfriend bought her <laughs> you know what i mean like years back and like it was just like in this little studio apartment in pittsburgh like like it was just, it was a great, honestly, man, like a really this amazing time. Just a in my straight life. up origin story. Yeah. It was music. like, it was the first time, like, I mean, my family, I was raised very well. Like I don't have any, I cannot complain about my childhood or like I was raised like great parents. Like, but like I had to like, I literally left Atlanta to go learn how to like, like struggle Think for yourself. Yeah. Right? Like I had to almost, um, and like just literally just have a job that I had to pay rent, you know, that was yeah. like new for me at the time. Now it's very, very normal. But, <laughs> Too um, normal. Yeah. But I just had to go learn. And uh, it didn't take long for me to be like, oh, yeah, well, I definitely don't want to work at a pizza shop my whole life. Um, nothing wrong with pizza shops. Nothing but... wrong with pizza shops. Uh, really great job. Really great people there. Yeah. Um, but I, I like, and then I like. Uh, but you're like, if I could pick between music and pizza, I'm going to yeah, pick I, music, right? I'll eat the pizza. And do the, sing yeah, the songs. Sing the songs. Yeah. I mean, you can just pay me in pizza. So just friend yeah. starts, you guys, you're, you're ending your, you're like, I'm done with music. You and Kelly kind of get together. You have to grow up a little bit. Yeah. And then, um, you guys are like, you know what? We actually really love music. We think we can make this work. So we start just friends. Yeah, man. Well, honestly, like what happened with just friends is like, we didn't expect anything of it. I think that's one thing that like, and this is just me, was me being immature in these times is like, yeah, I expected, oh, I want to put out a song and people want to love it. Cause I'm like, this music's good. Cause I'm music. Yeah. Yeah. It was I'm good. It was good music. I mean. I still listen back to that record that I recorded in 2017 or 2016, and I'm just like, it's not bad. I mean, it's just dated for the time, obviously. Yeah. But like, um, I was always like looking for a like blow up or pop off. I was trying to make that happen with like a song, and like maybe the way I would would have done everything would be different if I wouldn't didn't think about it that way. But um, all night long was the first time that. I I think Callie would probably agree with this for herself, but me for sure. That was the first time I was doing it just out of passion for it. it was, you know, since like the beginning, beginning, like yeah. very quickly, I was like, okay, if I want to do this, I want to have to figure out how to do it. Like 
in every sense of the word, right? Yeah, I'm going to start taking it serious. Like, serious. And I was doing that, like, day three. And, like, I was like, okay, how do I, like, do this, this, is that, that, this is how do I wind up touring in, you know, yeah, yeah. South Korea. You're trying to plan your future, yeah. Yeah, and, like, as we both know yeah. from recent events, like, can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, universe is you definitely... You can plan it as much as you want, but then... You can plan as much as you want, but everything's always going to get yeah. topsy-turvy. Um, but no, it was the first time that I ever did it for passion, you know, like at least recently. And, and, uh, when I did that, I, obviously that's like when it worked out Yeah. and I, you hear everybody say that like on podcast or like YouTube videos or whatever, like do it cause you love it and it'll work out. And I'm like, all right, man, <laughs> sure. And then I, and then I, the circumstances in my life forced me to do that and then it worked out. So yeah. And it's like 17 million streams later. Yeah. And I guess what's amazing about that is it's just like even if all that was, was a validation, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it obviously did great things for us. Like it paid our bills for a while. It made my parents feel a lot better about my career path, you know? And, um, if that's all I did, like, great. You know, uh, we've made a lot of fans off of that, you know? And, you know, so, hey, all- let's talk about that real quick. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure we'll talk about this more on like the just friends episode, but, um, what was there? Like, uh, actually, yeah, let's, let's talk about that on the, the just friends episode. Okay. Cause I want to talk about like, there was a lot of crap that happened in that time period that kept you guys from expanding. And- oh yeah, dude, that was wild. And like, as one of those, it's one of those situations too, where it's not necessarily anyone's fault. Yeah. It was just kind of like, just a well, crappy set of circumstances. Or- yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a wild story, but that, that's like, that's like an hour long podcast for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, but just a rough overview, uh, you guys release the song. It blows up, goes blows viral up, yeah. due to some like uh, contracts in place and yeah. some other stuff in place. Yeah. We had a lot of opportunity and uh, we were kind of just like pulled in between two different things. Uh, again, I hesitate to even say who was in the right or wrong because it's one of those situations where like we had no idea what we were doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, we weren't expecting uh, it to blow up. Go no, viral. we weren't. We weren't. And, uh, you know, we wound up like have not being able to release for a while. And, you know, it kind of, this is a very common. How long is a while? Like nine months. So you're uh, not even able to release one song in nine months. Yeah. So we couldn't like capitalize it all or anything. Um, and but yeah, I mean. Talk about Twitter too. Like what happened with Twitter? Like it, it blew, you guys got, went viral on Twitter as well. Uh, I don't know if viral is the right word necessarily, but we just, I mean. Thousands you, of posts to like hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of posts. I, have you looked through them? I haven't looked through them I've as looked, much as Yeah, did. I looked through them the other day. Like there's hundreds of posts. Yeah. I mean, so one, one cool thing that I'll say here is like we are. Most of our success and most of the success of the song began in like East Asia. Um, and there's actually like a, like from a marketing conversation, there's actually a lot of cool stuff. Like pretty much like those markets decide what like we hear over here. Like they're like, they love music over there, man. Like they love it in a way that like, I think America's kind of taken for granted, you know? Yeah. It's just we have culturally, so much access to so much good yeah, music. Yeah. I mean, America is like definitely like a very consumerist kind of like, yeah, like get what you want kind of thing. Um, and I think the culture over there just appreciates it more. Um, I'm not, I'm not knocking America, obviously. Yeah, that makes little sense. But um, no, they definitely like appreciate music more in those uh, cultures. And um, so yeah, all night long, like man, there's so many people from overseas who just like DM us every day still about that song, yeah. but that song. I'm like, man, how, many, how many people listen to it on a monthly basis now? I mean, a good chunk of the 88,000 is uh, all night wow. from all night long. Yeah. That's awesome. That's probably crazy. like probably a good sixty percent. Yeah, that's crazy. So we talked about where you guys are at right now, right? Yeah. So one thing I want, before I ask you like where you guys want to go, um, one thing I want to ask you is like why 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 music? Why why are you doing all this? Like this is I mean as as you know and as I'm sure a lot of you know if you're pursuing your passion or even if you're not pursuing your passion, especially if you're not pursuing your passion, stuff is hard, right? 
Like, yeah, man, um, it's not easy. What makes you get out of bed every day to make music? <laughs> dude, I don't know, man. Like, like I said, I think I said it earlier, but just being able to connect with people with song, dude, like music literally like did all those bad relationships I talked about and they weren't any bad. There was normal relationships that didn't work out. Yeah. I was just, I was just like super sad boy. Like I said, but, um, like music carried me through that. Like John Mayer's music carried me through that. It was literally like, it sounds super corny, but it was like the soundtrack to my life. Like that music got me through that. And, um, just being able to do that for other people. Um, that's all I want to do. And that gets me out of bed. That's awesome. And plus I just have fun doing it. Like I love doing it otherwise. So it works out. <laughs> so what is, uh, so what do you, where do you guys want to go now? Like we talked about where you are, but where are you guys, where are you, where's just friends going? Um, do you guys have anything in the works? Do you guys have any songs coming out? Yeah, dude, records like, like so many, <laughs> it's like we're not, we're just not stopping. There's one thing that like that nine month or I think it was nine months, but that nine month break in between all night long and the next record, like that's never happening again. That was miserable. All I wanted to do was put out music and I could, but, um, yeah, music's coming out a lot. Um, touring something that we really want to do. Obviously the pandemic's kind of like, um, yeah. you know, put a halt on it. Yeah. I mean, just putting out music, touring most we can and just connecting with people, man. Content too is a big thing. Um, I'm sure we'll either, if not today, then like later on, we'll have like a big kind of marketing podcast where we'll just yeah, be nerdy. Going to the details of, uh, uh, just numbers and analytics. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Cause you guys, um, how much growth have you, you've experienced a lot of growth on social media. Like what are you guys at right now on Instagram? Do you know? Yeah. On Instagram, we've, I mean, we're at 11.5 thousand now, but we were, you know, we big, most of that is like in the last two months. And that's like, this is literally like me, like having to step up and learn, you know? Yeah. Um, like again, like learning how to do things yourselves is super helpful. Like the goal for us is to like, I love Atlantic records to come along and sign us and take all that off of our plate. But like, we don't know that's going to happen. And even if they do, and I'm not trying to diss you Atlantic, cause like come sign me, but <laughs> you know, people get shelled all the time. There's some like really, really uh, influential like artists right now that at one point that like, I know, through people that I know people like they were like shelved at record labels and they like were literally kept from releasing music for like years. Wow. Yeah. I mean, if I had any advice for anybody trying to be an artist, like, or this just really goes for anything, honestly. Um, but like I can speak to the, you know, musicianship and stuff more or less. It's like learn everything you can. Um, just, everything from marketing visuals. Um, and if you can't, obviously you can't do everything yourself, but like find people who you like resonate with and who want to invest in you because they're, you're you and they like really like, like what you're doing. That's really important. And like, I have that in people like Donnie and Zach and, uh, some other people. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just like so, 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 so important to build either that team around you, like with your friends and like fill it, you know, the rest of it with yourself. If you can't, um, be self. What I'm trying to say is, be self-sustaining as much as possible. That's the most powerful, um, you know, leverage you can have nowadays is just knowing what you're doing by yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, and like not being, not relying on other people. Um, sorry, I need to rephrase that. Not relying on the dream of like a massive record label coming to save you because it doesn't happen as much as it used to. It still happens, but even when it happens, it could be a curse instead of like a blessing a lot of times too. Yeah, well said, um, well said. Yeah. So, Gabe, uh, what's coming out next? Coming out next is probably a song called Halsey Street, that or a song called Didn't Know. Um, I got to go finish the vocals more down here. So. <laughs> anyway, Gabe, so before we go, um, I'd love to get uh, one last thing from you real quick. Yeah. I know we're going to talk about this more when we have the next episode where we talk about Just Friends, like full story. But uh, before you go, what is the meaning behind 
JSTFRNDS. Just, just friends. Um, just, just friends. So yeah, so we were. Uh, I mean, we knew we wanted to do a band, but we didn't know like what to call it. Obviously, that's kind of the first thing that happens. You got to figure out how to name it. But yeah, um, yeah. So well, we were driving down the road, and Callie was like writing a song on her head, and she was just like, "Just friends." And I was like, "Yo." That's a good cool name. fire right there, yeah. Yeah, and then I like saw it written down with vowels. I was like, nah, that ain't it. But then we dropped the vowels, and I was like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> I like this. Yeah, yeah. And then also there was this uh, like ska band in Cal- I think California, maybe New Mexico, but I think California, that um had like the full you know normal spelling of it, and uh, they're actually really cool. They're a really cool band, but you oh, know, I wasn't trying awesome. to like compete with them, you know, for their yeah. second hours. So um, we uh, yeah we just dropped the vowels. That's great. That's great. Well, Gabe, thank you so much uh, for your time coming on today. Uh, where can everybody find yes, you guys? You can find us all at Just Friends Music. Um, every pretty much every social network that I can think of. Um, J S T F R I D S Music, and um, yeah, our website is justfriendsmusic.com. If you want to become a friend of Just Friends, <laughs> you just need to go to justfriendsmusic.com slash friend f r n d. Can't stress that enough. Not many people haven't found us because it's the vowels. <laughs> but um, yeah, more or less, that's we're just you know going to email you a bunch and give you a bunch of free stuff like new music that hasn't come out yet. You know, we're entering giveaways, all kinds of stuff like that, and you know, tours and pre-sale tickets and all that fun stuff. Gabe, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, yes, I hope sir. to see you again. Hope to have you yep. back on. I mean, yep. Cool, 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 cool. I mean, you like live with me now. So. All right, guys. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for watching the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Uh, every single podcast, I hope to get better and better and better and keep having awesome guests like Gabe on uh, to hopefully bring you guys some value and also uh, just give you some encouragement to keep pursuing your dreams. Um, if you don't get anything else from the show, um, from the craziness and the sporadicness, follow your dreams. And like Gabe said, just don't quit. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for watching, and I hope you have a great, 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 great Friday. Anyway, thanks for watching. Peace!